Blog Talk Radio. Friday. Welcome to a special edition of the Indie Cafe on the Red Velvet Media Network. I just wanted to make sure everyone knows that today we have a special show with my co-host Spencer Drake in New York, and our guest today is Legs McNeil and Jillian McCain, and it's the 20th anniversary show for Please Kill Me, which is a very cool book. It's about the history of punk rock and it's It's got some really amazing information. I mean, this is like almost like a Bible. You have to have this book. It's got some really great information, stories, and just what happened along the way. And um, both Legs and Jillian are here with us today, along with my co-host again, Spencer Drake. And if you'd like to call in, the number is 347 there is a chat room. If you'd like to go into the chat room, you do need to create an account. 
And this show will be available afterwards on iTunes and also on Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio On Demand. And with that, I am going to bring everyone into the studio, and we are going to start our show. Hold on a second. Okay, so I've got Spencer, I've got Jillian, I've got Leg. Are you guys here? Welcome to the show. Hi, everybody. Hi, how are you? Excellent. Hot. Yes. So that was a great song, I have to tell you. That was a song, Chinese Rock, by Johnny Funders that Legs had recommended that I play. Um, uh, Legs, what song? That song, what does it mean to you? Um, you obviously like that song. It's a pretty cool song. Well, actually, I should say that it was written by Dee Dee most, mostly, mm-hmm. except for two lines that Richard Hell wrote, which is, it's hot as a bitch, I should have been rich. I'm just digging a well. Chinese ditch. <laughs> Oh wow! Okay. But, Rich, yeah, but Richard Hell brought it into Richard Hell brought it into the uh, Heartbreakers when he was in the Heartbreakers, and wow. the Heartbreakers kind of appropriated it for themselves. Mm-hmm. Because but it was written Tommy by, Ramone uh, didn't want to play a drug song. Yeah. Right? Mike? Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> no drug. That's no awesome. songs about heroin. Only glue. <laughs> about, yeah, only glue. Only glue. <laughs> I heard. I heard. I heard. I was reading some of the reasons and the history behind that song. It was very interesting. And then, um, so why don't you, um, let's first start with you, Legs. Um, why don't you introduce yourself and tell everyone who you are for those that aren't that don't know. And um, you're quite a published author. I mean, you've got some amazing books out there, both you and Jillian both do. So um, why don't we start with you first and uh, go for it. What do you What do you want me to say? Hi, my uh, name is Legs well, McNeil. Let's see. You You wrote this amazing book. You've written some other books. Let's give your website out. And also, you are a resident at you were a resident at Punk at Punk Magazine. And no, I was the resident editor. punk. I was the res. I was the resident, resident punk, punk, at punk at Punk Magazine. Okay. I was a senior editor at Spin and the editor in chief uh-huh. of Nerve and the co-author of Please Kill Me with Jillian. All right. That's awesome. And the co-editor of Dear Nobody, The True Diary of Mary Rose that Mary we did Rose, together. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And we co-produced a two-hour two-hour separate radio documentaries that are playing all over America. Um Her. based on yeah. please, well based on our archives, we took um original yeah. interviews and uh, mm-hmm. uh Spencer knows about this and took snippets out and then threaded yeah. it hey, through with music and a narrative. Mhm. Mm-hmm. We're very proud of it. Yeah, yeah. he was telling And me it's a also also hosted that. it was it's also hosted by Michael DeBar. Oh yeah. Very Michael DeBar cool. and it's amazing like uh, Julian I I really love Michael DeBar's intro to you guys and Yeah. I'll tell you that event with the, your fabulous readings, along with those recordings, really knocked my socks off. I thought Thank it was really you. amazing the way you did that. Yeah. yeah. Is Michael, Michael calling Michael, Michael, Did we Ma- invite him to call Ma- in? Michael is going. Michael's going to be hosting us in Palm Springs on the thirty-first, uh, and also in Los Angeles on the first at the Ace Hotels in oh, both fantastic. places. Oh, fantastic! Great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah met, it's gonna be great. I met Michael through Kim Kim Sally and um and then I know Kara really well. Do you know Kara? No, Kara who's Kara? 
Kira married Kim before he. Oh no, went I don't. Oh yeah, place. yes, yeah, yes, yes, I did. Yeah, yeah, very nice woman. She's yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah, and um, I know that uh, that um, I've heard such great things from her in regards to this great book, and before Spencer had brought it to my attention, so. I heard about these fantastic interviews, and I know that Spence was really blown away with the narratives, and he was trying to get some of that incorporated in with the show today. Um, why don't you elaborate on that a little bit, Spence, and tell us a little bit about what you saw that night when they when they did the when you went to the show? Well, I, I think what was going on that night was I always thought it was a very electric night. Uh, there was the place was mm-hmm. packed and. And uh, the readings were amazing. They, uh, the, the readings were amazing, and the recordings of hearing the voices of Dee Dee, Iggy, and when they were really like young, you know, it really uh, kind of got to me. And I think that was the added, the concept of that really, really got to me. You know, that the idea of inter- interspersing the two readings with those recordings made it uh, very incredible. And it's something if. The people out there don't know about it. this alone is incredible to experience, you know. Thank you. Seeing an event like that. Yeah. Yeah, we've become is very that... multimedia. Yeah. yeah. It, <laughs> is. it is. You know what I was gonna ask you was um <laughs> Sorry. Legs, <laughs> you're funny. So tell me about this Palm Spring thing you're doing. What are you gonna be doing with Michael DeBarros in the book and down at Palm Springs? Well, we've been doing a we've been doing a tour of the Ace Hotels, which Jillian can tell you more about right now. Yeah, they're okay, fantastic. Cool. Um, I went over to okay. London and uh, did a reading there oh, at nice. the Ace. Um, they have a great one in Shoreditch, an incredibly cool neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And then we did one in New York and Pittsburgh. And next we're doing Palm Spring, L.A. and Portland. And they're just a wonderful mm-hmm. chain of hotels with great food. They're really um, they welcome cool people just hanging out in the lobby mm-hmm. and everyone's good looking and, and the rooms are really funky and You're they so have uh, turntables in the rooms, which is cool. <laughs> really? Yeah, everyone, yeah, is pretty, everyone is yeah. pretty good looking. Yeah. 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 That's so cool. You know, I, I, I experienced the Ace Hotel. Dot com. Oh. What? Uh, the Ace, I the, yeah. I experienced the Ace Hotel years ago. I noticed I had my rock poster book out, and they actually sold some of it in Portland when they started in Portland. And I noticed that the thing that I, that got me with them that it, they had like turntables in every room, and they had mm-hmm. rock poster art at that time years ago. So they were kind of like a credible experience. The hotel it's a very different hotel, right? I mean, it's like mm-hmm. a different feeling. And you guys picked a really great venue. I'll That's tell you. great. Well, they picked yeah. us. Yeah, we were lucky. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, I encourage everyone to go to pleasekillme.com and subscribe to the newsletter because you have such a great newsletter there, and there's such a, um, amazing information on your website for everybody that really wants to know what's going on in um, the tour and where you'll be and how to get the book and the other books that you guys have written. And also, um, I, w- I have a question because maybe I didn't see it. Since you're doing the narrative on this book and what Spencer saw and heard from some of the people that are here in this world now, is that going to be out on DVD or is it out on DVD already? Uh, we we haven't even discussed that. Who knows? Be a great idea. We just finished. 
we, we just finished it. Give us a break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a true labor of love. It took us seven months. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's so let amazing. me ask you a question. How is the new book different from mm-hmm. the original book so people know? There, there's additions, right? Yeah. Do you want me to take this, Lex? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, we have 40 new photos um, by mainly Bob Garoon and Tom Hearn, and a lot of them mm-hmm. are specific to the story. Like we have a picture of Arthur Kane who got his, his thumb sliced off by his girlfriend. We have a picture of him with his Jeez. thumb in a cast. Um, they're a lot of fun. And then we have a uh, an afterward by Legs and I. We wrote um, – kind of a manifesto of the narrative oral history and how we do it, and we're very proud of that. And then my husband, James Marshall, um, interviewed James Williamson, who we hadn't um, interviewed for the first time, and so we've weaved in his narrative into the thread of the book, and it's really made the Stooges' parts blossom. It's, I'm really yeah. happy about it. Mm-hmm. James and Williamson there's a lot rocks. of really amazing stuff in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so tell us some of the stories that you think really, you yeah. know, it's filled with so much stuff, but tell us some of the stories maybe for the folks out there. It stuck out more for you, yeah, that you remember. Um, uh, well, there's a lot of very memorable ones. <laughs> I One know. I was just going to say, but I don't think it should be on the radio. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, I love the part about the MC5 becoming the White Panther Party and, training oh, yeah, and having like urban gorillas mm-hmm. and I found oh. that really funny and then Iggy Pop's reaction to it like oh they were nice they'd give me peanut butter sandwiches you know <laughs> I, just every chapter I feel like has a little gem mm-hmm. I, you know what yeah, I thought no. was interesting the Ramones uh, you know uh, you know, I designed for the Ramones and yeah. uh, the write up on it in the beginning the first album I did not know that the only been like six and they recorded in the um, Radio City uh, studio. You know, I didn't know all those interesting facts. You know, that's yeah, what our book was, is for. Well, yeah, I think I think the book has turned a lot of people on to to some of the lesser known groups like the Dead Boys and uh, Suicide, mm-hmm. which unfortunately Alan Vega, of course, the lead singer of Suicide, just died. Um, yeah. Last week, which was really a shame. Yeah. We should all take two minutes of of, of silence to, or two minutes of rage to to celebrate suicide. Yeah, true. Alan Alan Vega was really a, a great guy. Yeah, and he was, he was also a visual artist and sculptor as well. Yeah. Oh, really? Wow. Jillian, didn't you make a record with him? Uh yes, I did. <laughs> I'm wow. uh, kind of a spoken word. Him and Rick Ocasek uh, produced it, and really? I heard the one song, and I hated my voice so much, I, I don't think I've heard the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's I'm funny. Sure. Jillian, so you sing. Tell me a little bit about that. No, I don't sing it with she spoken sings, words. She sings great. She sings in the shower. I bet she can. No, I don't. She's got a voice. <laughs> no, I can't sing. She's got sing. a good radio voice. Thank you. you. Yeah. Thank you. you do. You have a great radio voice. She yeah, does. She so has the best radio voice I've ever you? heard in my life. Yes. <laughs> you both do. Oh, you don't yeah. like mine? Yours is great. <laughs> no. I like, I like I Jillian's just, better, though. 
Uh, well, who? Uh, well, I'm, I was teasing. Sorry. I'm hey, listen. I want to mention that uh, legs. You've got this great. Uh, please kill me that I get uh, every day on email almost. And you bring out these articles that people don't know about, uh, and articles that are very important that people wouldn't even think about. Um, I saw an article on the fat white family. What's the story with? Them? Well, that's very funny. Do you want to answer that, legs? You you take it, baby. Okay, because we were. Um, eating at a French restaurant, Legs and I always take Danny Fields to, and um, our uh, woman who edits our, our web uh, said I'm bringing for guys I just met. The, the great Amy Haven. Um, ah. And uh, she brought the fat white family. No one had ever heard of them. We had dinner yeah. with them. Um, Amy ended up interviewing them. And the last time I... You know, I'm in L- or in London. It sounds like they're huge now. Yeah. yeah. Mm, wow. So we That's got in there first. Amazing. Oh, good. I like mm-hmm. that. I like that. Do you guys yeah. like their music? I do. Well, I, I haven't heard it. it yet, but I like the I like that quote that Legs had in the article um, that Danny feels the lead singer Leas. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Saudi uh, had the movement Biggie. Now that was very interesting to me. Mm-hmm. You know? They're very yeah. cute. Yeah, but yeah, the why, sound. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I gave out the website because it's really cool. If you do go there, the pleasekillme.com, there's really amazing articles there that if right. you you have to kind of be there to read the stuff. And you guys, do you update that pretty much on a daily basis? Because I yeah. get a daily newsletter from you guys. Yeah. Yeah, we awesome. get it. But you got to understand, Amy, our 35 year old. Um, uh, curator of the website. She's the one going places. Legs and I go oh, nowhere. Nice. Right, Legs? <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't leave the house. Although I'm in Texas right now at a barbecue place. And we're having a hard you time are. hearing you. Yeah. Are you in the I car? Know. He's eating. Yeah, he must I'm in, be eating. I'm in the car. Okay, because okay. we're having Listen, a hard time I want to bring up you. a name that you had, Legs. Billy Name also passed away, right? Billy Name. Yes, he did. He did. Billy was great. And actually, when yeah. we interviewed Billy, Jillian and Billy went to Friendly's and had a contest to see who could eat their peanut butter, Reese's peanut <laughs> butter hot fudge sundae, and Jillian won. I did she win. Oh, God. Good. Yeah. Billy I got to find that fantastic. photo. And Billy was important uh, because, you know, he also, um, you know, besides being a fabulous photographer, he also... Uh, was the one who who decorated Warhol's factory in silver, you know, and gave him the ideas. And I think he gave Andy a lot of ideas. Yeah, I know? do too. Oh, listen, I got to tell you, Legs, I got to tell you about that one. We designed the 90, 1993 mm-hmm. tour, and what we did is we changed the banana into a metallic banana because of the wallpaper, this, that silver in the bathroom, you know, the uh, lighting. Right, yes. And we, we yeah. used that as a concept. So we changed the banana. We said, we're, we're not going to use it. We're going to do a different thing with the banana. And it was so part of the thing. But it's exactly what you're talking about, that silver, you know. Yeah. Yes. That was and great, Billy, by the way, Spencer. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thanks. And Bill, Billy is the one yeah, who, uh, it, because he had his apartment decorated in silver. Mm-hmm. I guess it was in tinfoil. And Andy said, oh, can yeah. you come do this at the factory? And he did. So I assume that would have inspired the silver balloons that I just saw at the Warhol Museum. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're so pretty. You know, I wanted to ask you, um, Jillian and Legs, both of you, um, during the time that you worked with the – took pictures of the factory and interviewed people and stuff like that, is there anything that um, 
sticks out in your mind that you want to tell our listeners about that is in the book that maybe people can know a little bit? you got to get this book, guys. It's a really amazing book. It is. Well, we were very inspired by the book Edie about Edie Sedgwick, and I think our book kind of takes off from that time, uh, and we move Mm -hmm. it forward. So Legs and I kind of feel like it's a continuation of Edie. Yes, our book is the sequel to Edie, (laughs) Yeah, I think, and we we both think (laughs) it, right? We love that, and Mm -hmm. we we kept saying, why doesn't anyone else do these oral histories like Edie, you know? But we found out why. Mm -hmm. Kind of expensive and very, very time-consuming. It took us five years to do the yeah, it took us five years to do the book. Well, you know, besides besides you doing the reissue of the book and the tour, what are you guys currently working on besides that? Anything else that oh, you want to Oh, we just finished the radio show. Give us a break. Yeah, yeah. I know. We need, we need some time off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, I hear we, you. We have, been, we have been working off and on on this book called 69, An Oral History of the 60s. We're, we're actually kind of mm-hmm. doing – for Los Angeles, what we did for New York and Please Kill Me. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, wow. So That's that, going to be really if we cool. Ever, if we finish that, uh, that should be fun, too. Yeah. I like so that one. What you thought of the, and Julian, what do you thought of the 40 greatest punk artists that were listed in Rolling Stone, those albums, uh, Legs and Julian? I found it kind I of bizarre. It was, I thought it sucked. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, right, me right. too. <laughs> You know, we didn't really, we didn't really yeah. cover the people that really were there that really did yeah, make the scene. You know, yeah. it was like a lot of people were left out. I have to say that. Yeah, yeah, I Wasn't, agree. With um, you. Uh, uh, Gang of Four, like number three or something. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? Yeah, it was they very. Don't get yeah, it. the Rolling Stone has never gotten it. You know, they never get it. Mm. Although they did a very nice walking tour with us, a video. Of the oh, Bowery, did. where we went to went to CBGBs and we went to Arturo's and we went to where the um, Arturo Vega, who was the Ramones uh, lighting guy, mm-hmm. designed uh, designed mm-hmm. a lot of the T-shirts and the logos, and was an, a, a, a visual artist himself and a really great guy. Amazing he passed away person. a few years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you guys see the Ramones show out in Queens? No, I I just feel so angry at myself. I didn't. Oh. Okay. I did. At the Queens Museum. Yeah, what did you think I, of it? What did you think well, of it? It was like, well, I'd seen everything before, you know. It's not like, yeah. it's you know, I mean, I was there when Dee Dee and Joey were writing the song. So, you know, yeah. it's yeah. kind of like, you know, and now, now they're, you know, now the lyrics are under glass in a museum. It's kind of weird, you know. <laughs> right. you, know? you were involved, think, weren't you, Spencer? Yeah, I did uh, Road to Ruin and End of the Century album covers, and I knew the guys. I had a good rapport with them, thank God. You know, I was thrown into them literally by Sire Records, but they liked my work. I, I was very lucky, but um, I thought Mark and you H. Did, Miller did, you did, a, did a good Yeah, go ahead, Lex. You, you did a really good job, too, Spencer. We need we need to say that. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Oh, that's very you nice know? of you. Thank you. It means a lot to mm-hmm. me. Excellent. You know? Yeah. But I and Mick Rock, you. you know, the interesting thing, Lex and Jillian, are the, the shoot on End of the Century where Mick shot them with leather jackets. If you see the leather jacket shoot with the colored T-shirts underneath, they don't look, there's nothing going on. But something about the colored T-shirts and that that look, you know, that 
photo is so iconic. It's amazing. And yeah, it, yeah. You know, that story about it, where the group voted, you know, they most of them, I mean, it was like a three to two vote of the thing getting in. It was really wild. But um, yeah, I mean, uh, I thought that that cover is so different, obviously, but it's a great color shot. I mean, it's just a great yeah. photo, right? You know. Did you get the map? Did you get John Holstrom's map that he designed for the day? No, I didn't. The, well, the, like I said, yeah. I wasn't there. It was. It was. I, I, John didn't really draw too much of it. It looked very computer generated to me. Mm-hmm. Oh right, That's interesting. Yeah, I said, you know. Oh, on the other side, yeah. I did. I didn't really. I. I didn't get that. I. I yeah, maybe. Maybe you're so right on that because I was looking at some of it. Wasn't really sure. I know the other side has more or less history of the places, the landmarks. But yeah, I thought John John had created that for the opening. I wasn't really he, sure he about did, that. But, but what was great about John's map was his hand lettering. It, it, it's so mm-hmm. beautiful, and it so it just yeah. jumps out at you. It was nice to see mm-hmm. it there. You know. Mhm. Mhm. Absolutely. Yeah, there's fonts so, that have ripped off his. Uh... Oh, handwriting, don't you think, Clay? Who, mm-hmm. who, who did? Yeah, I did. There are fonts. Fonts. Yeah, everybody did. Uh, yeah. You know, John should have John should have created a punk font. You know, using the letters, but I don't know why he did. Oh, that's a good he idea. Copywritten that's it. A very yeah, good that was yeah. a really neat idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because a font really makes you like you see it, and then you have a, a total connection with who it might be. Um. So. Uh, are you gonna um, try to? Are you guys gonna try to hit the one in LA or Jillian? Are you gonna try to hit the one in LA? Because I know it's going to the Grammy Museum next. Oh yeah, I will try to hit cool. that. Definitely. Yeah. 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 So it's going to the Grammy Museum from New York for the Queens Museum, and we're gonna try to have the curator for on from the LA LA exhibit. Fantastic. But back to your amazing book. Um, on the reissuance, um, if they go to pleasekillme.com, they can um, purchase the book there, and I know it's on Amazon as well. And, yeah, it's, it's, um, and at better bookstores, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it should be in the actual bookstores um, August 1st. Oh, oh, fantastic. Okay. All right, and if anybody wants to catch you on your book signing tour, you have those dates up on the website, pleasekillme.com. Yes, we do. Yes, yes, we do. And a great time will be had by all, and they're free. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. You know, Alex, I saw you do a a thing. Jillian wasn't there. You did a thing with Bob Gruen at FIT. It was really cool. Jillian, weren't you there, Jillian? Yeah, yeah, I was there. You there? I'm sorry. That's okay. She always gets... You gotta you gotta put Jillian in. It's really okay. Oh no, you 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 guys work together. It's like me and Judith work together. So you guys, man and a woman, I love that whole thing. You know. Do you know what I think? I think Link didn't like what I was wearing that night. (laughs) (laughs) So he kind of tried to keep me under wraps. What were you wearing? I had this great Japanese deconstructed black. Skirt with like zippers that you could zip up. Oh yeah, let's not talk about that. I hate that outfit. And you're not you wearing it again. Funny. It's oh too God. hot. You're not wearing it again. Yeah, I can just always I can tell when he hates something I'm wearing. Oh, that's funny. I have to tell you guys, I just got a question in the chat room, and I already answered it for you, but um, 
I told him, I said, um, I told him, I'm, I'm pretty sure that your answer is going to be no. He goes, can you ask if, in fact, punk rock is dead? It should ha- should have died, and I believe it has. And I said, oh, my God. I said, yes, I laughed, but I'm sure the answer is no. Punk rock is not dead. And oh no, it hasn't died. Um, so Supernatural you know- Radio, I don't know who you are. But, no, punk rock is not dead. And, in fact, my girlfriend who has a T-shirt company came out with an amazing T-shirt called Drunk in Punk. Hey. So, in front they say, yeah, really. Because her company is called Sober is Sexy. So, basically, it's like sober, you know, clothing. Mm-hmm. But it says drunk, yeah. drunk on punk. And it's a really cool shirt. And, um, and uh, she took um, a picture of them wearing it. Oh, no, I don't understand your question. Go ahead and ask me again then really question, um, really quickly what you mean by, um, well, then what is your question? Um, uh, spiritual radio, if you want to answer me. Um, what people call punk right now is ridiculous. Okay. Um, you mean you like old style punk? Is that what you're trying to say? You like the real deal? What people call punk now, like Avril Lavigne being punk. Okay, that, I get it now. So in other words, they're asking you, and they want to know from both of you, the classic punk, like what we know, old real punk, as he said. Um, that stuff, you know, I, I can tell you now, as we were talking about the Rolling Stones article and stuff like that. Those are the real. That's the real deal. Um, the well, people Holly, that Holly, we were saying I gotta, were missing. I got to. I got to mention well, something. Well, I we would like York, to hear from them. Yeah. Oh, uh, Holly, we had we had a we had New York Junk on that punk group from played Bowery Electric. They're real punk. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. So. Well, so tell that. You know what? You know legs. what? You, you should tell that guy. Tell that guy. You know, to tell that to, the, like, the 15- and 16-year-old kids that are in the suburbs of Denver and the suburbs of San Antonio and the suburbs of, you know, wherever, you know, in their garage with green oh, hair no, from Manic Panic, yeah. you know? You know, yeah, I mean... Wants he, to know, well, I think what he really wants to know from both of you, and I misunderstood him, and I think you're misunderstanding me the way I'm, I'm saying it, He's saying that the real punk, like where it started out, like you saw the real beginning of the punk whole movement, that's the real deal. And so who's continuing right now with the real deal? That's what we want to know from both of you. Well, Who would you consider? Tell him to go into Bowery Electric. Tell him to go to we, Bowery we, Electric in New York. Well, he's he's not in the Bowery Electric. So yeah. what I want to yeah. hear from both um, Legs and from Jillian is – what would you guys consider to be real punk music right now? What bands are you listening to that you would recommend? Stooges. Velvet Underground. Stooges. Dead Boys. Okay. Ramones. How about okay. the Dictators? How about the Dictators? Dictators, dictators are great. Dictators. Johnny Thunders and the yeah. Heartbreakers. You know? Yeah. yeah. Fat White Family. Yeah. You know? Right. He says he misses. He says thank you. He says he misses the old original real punk. Like oh. a lot of it's got lost. A lot of it's got lost now. Like 
you know, now a lot of it is, is like sounds, it's overproduced. So he basically wants to hear like the real deal, like what I used to hear when I was in England and, and Scotland and whatever, you know, and, and in Ireland, you know, we used to hear like the real, the real stuff coming out before people even really knew what it was. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but you gotta, yeah, so you gotta remember, you, you gotta remember that none of these bands sold at the time. The Dead Boys, the Ramones, even mm-hmm. the Velvet Underground, the Stooges—they only sold like four or five copies of their, their their albums, you know. And I'm sure, and I'm—I mean, I, I'm absolutely positive that that's happening now. People are putting out records, and you probably won't hear about them for ten years, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, and it's sad. I mean, I go. I, that's why I go down to Barry. This guy could go to down to Barry Electric because, to me, that's the reformation of people say, "Well, CBGBs went. There's nothing here." But you go down to Barry Electric, and and Jesse Malin really is behind this thing. He really puts these new bands in. There's a lot of punk, punk artists. You know that uh, legs, Julian, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Barry no, that's Electric's a nice spot. Yeah. yeah, so he's saying he's bought he bought a lot of their LPs back then, and he's re-listening to them. And I know that some of these bands have reissued and made them more, um, uh, you know, more well. Actually, someone says um, that they know Jesse Mallon really. He knows Jesse um, very well. Yeah. Supernatural Radio. Mm-hmm. The Supernatural Radio, yeah. If you are in New York, um, go on down to Bowery Electric. You'll hear some real, some, the real deal there. That'd be I kind think of D Generation are doing a reunion concert. Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I, think, I don't know at Irving Plaza or where. Really? Yeah, wow. Somewhere. Well, that brings me to ask both you and Legs, what are you guys listening to right now? What's on your, what's on your, uh, what's in, what are you listening to, both of you? Jackson Brown. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, he did. He did. Yeah, but he did write Nico's. You know. That's what I got oh. turned on to him because that's my favorite Nico song. Wow. T- time of the seasons or the yeah. other one? And didn't I've been like listening Tune? to Karen Dalton. Um, mm-hmm. Who's Karen? She was kind of in the early '70s Woodstock. I think she only put out one album. Um, oh. What else? Oh, I saw this great band, The Fault Heads, in London, oh, and really? I got their CD. Mm-hmm. They're fantastic. Really? And um, uh, I, you I, know, my I my husband they're... collects old blues, so that's what we get on at our house a lot. Mhm. What about you, Legs? I listen to everything. You listen to everything. Yes, yeah, but what's on your turntable? Yeah. Sweet, sweet. Uh, Mark Bowen, um, a lot of early. I've been listening to glam lately. Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of a Bowie. Lot of glam. Yeah, a lot of Bowie and a lot of Mark Bowen and Sweet and and, and uh, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We're not that hip. Yeah. <laughs> Speak for yourself uh, and your Japanese you and your black funny. Japanese drag. Well, you didn't know about the false gods, did you? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Thank you very much for turning me on to the false gods. <laughs> you guys are like brother and sister, aren't you? It's funny. Hey, I want. Hey, can you tell me some Lester Bang stories, guys? I never Why? met Lester, unfortunately. Life did. <laughs> what did you think of oh, Lester yeah. Bangs? He smelled bad. <laughs> oh God! Uh, You're a great like writer. A, They're doing a Lester, cream documentary now. 
I yeah. know, that'll be great. Yeah. I'm being um, interviewed in that, guys. You should I told the guy to interview Legs and Julian, you know. I told the director mm-hmm. to interview you guys, you know that. Is this the cool. Cream magazine thing you're talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Cream Magazine okay. doc. I'm gonna uh, Judith and I are being interviewed in it with Thurston Yay! Moore and Alex. Well, there's, a, there's a long list, in. but you know, awesome. I got him into Mick Rock and the uh, Chris Stein, mm-hmm. and it's a whole list. But I said nice. you got to interview Legs and Jillian. I told him about the "Please Kill Me" thing. It's up to him. But I, mm-hmm. I emailed him. Uh, Thanks you know. for the good word. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a I performed. For me. I performed once with Lester on stage, and Chris Stein was in the audience, and I saw him <laughs> aiming a pickle at me, and he hit me right in the. Right in the crotch, and I went down. I went down. Yeah, I went down. With a pickle? You're pretty fragile. It was a big pickle. It was a huge pickle, and he hit me right where it hurt. (laughs) (laughs) And you were on stage with Lester Bangs? Yeah, I thought he was fooling around. I didn't realize he was taking himself seriously. Uh, uh, Okay. That's Mm. funny. That is funny. Lester, let's just Anymore. let's just say that Lester was a better writer than he was a singer. Mm-hmm. Well, I think everyone wow. would make that assumption. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He used to a uh, uh, Legs and Julian. I worked at ESP Disc. You know the Fugs. That was my first label. Oh wow! And Lester oh, used to cool. call me up. But Legs uh, and Julian, Leg, Lester would call me up periodically and said, "Hey Spence, what's going on at ESP?" You know what I mean? This is what yeah. because our label was so rebellious. I mean, we had the fucks, you know. You Who know, else did you have? Yeah. Let's have a few let's have a moment of silence for the great Bernard Stolman, okay? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Bernard is my guy. He's my, gone my, now my, too. My center, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, and I know. Everybody's leaving us. Mhm. Yeah. Bernard was a great man and continues his legacy. We want to continue it on, but I'm not really sure what's happening with ESP's disc records right now. I think his brother took it over. I'm not really sure. But, you know, um, getting back to this book, what are you guys looking forward to on the book tour? It being over. No. (laughs) (laughs) I I love reading aloud. And I've Uh started, I'd never read before, but at New York for the first time I read Eileen Polk talking about beating up Connie. And I look forward to reading so that funny. again. It was so hysterical. <laughs> really? It was so good. Because usually oh, wow. I, I do Sable Star, but now yeah. I'm into Eileen Polk. Wow. Hey, oh, nice. The Paris, Review just, the Paris Review just mentioned us, right? I know. Isn't that funny? I just funny? saw that. Yeah. And they were talking about the Sable when Sable um, uh, had sex with Bowie for the first time. It was really it, and Jillian oh, reads that funny. so well when we when we do the reading. Wow. You know? Yeah. <laughs> hey, that, so that would be what I'm the, looking forward to. And the great French toast they have at the Ace Hotels. Ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the lamb burgers in New York are pretty good. As are right. the fries. The lamb burgers? At the Ace Hotels. You guys are all yes, about so. food. You love food, don't you? No, Legs doesn't food. like yeah. food. Legs no, doesn't really. like I mean, food. Yeah, I do. pickles. I, I do. know that. When I'm hungry. He hates pickles. <laughs> hey, listen, I want to bring up something. This book you have, that's been, uh, tra- I think Simon told me it's translated in 14 languages. Is mm-hmm. that right? Yeah. Wow. I, I still haven't gotten a copy of the Chinese version, though. I don't have the Norwegian. Well, we, you know what? The Norwegian one. you got to get your publicist or your printer or whatever to send you copies of everything in every language. You have one of every. 
poppy. Yeah. Are you oh, guys going cool. to Europe, by the way? Uh, I just well, was in Jillian, Europe. Jillian, um, the Norwegian guys asked us if they, they'd fly us over if we wanted to go read there in Norway. Wow, great. Well, are you going to read in Norwegian? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they probably I'll have a translator Norwegian. there. Back and back well, and back and back. <laughs> So I'm a translator, but you know what? I'm sure Jillian um, has a better hearing it from you would be great because I'm uh, you're very animated and you have a great voice. So I'm sure yeah. that the person you know, translating wouldn't get together. it right. Uh, <laughs> what did you say, Jillian? I said we have fun reading together. Yeah, it's yeah. really yeah, yeah. So where in Europe are you looking forward to going to? If you do, if you on your European tour, what about? Um, There's the, no European um, tour, like, sweetie. No. Okay. No. They want us to go to Norway, no. though. Yeah, but you're not going to go. I'll go. No, you won't. Really? Well, uh, I guess I will. What about Japan? I'm sure it's huge there. I'd go to Japan. They bomb Pearl, they bomb Pearl Harbor. Oh my God. Oh. <laughs> Bringing, oh my you're god. All this no, the, the, the flight is too long. I know the world is crazy right now. And you can't now, smoke. We want we want to make it fun. Mhm. We want to make it fun, okay? Okay. Then how about um Germany, Holly, Germany. Germany. No. Germany just had that huge thing going on today. Ooh, I can't believe you brought up the name Germany. I don't even um, know about it. What happened? I didn't even hear about it. I don't, I don't want to talk it. about it. All right. What did, what, did, well, what, did, what happened in Germany? I haven't seen the news. I've been oh, driving. There was an attack in Madrid. They attacked oh my people God. in Germany, really? and a lot of people got killed. Yeah. So. Oh, my yeah. God. Not oh good. Gosh. So, yeah, you We're know, not mentioning really Europe. Forget about it. You know. you know, you know, it really, to me, this brings up a point. I want to say, and I want, and I mean, I'm sure it's going to, it's affecting everyone in every, every industry. It's like everything that we we took for granted, like going snorkeling or going like um, walking through the park, or like you guys traveling to places to do um, appearances and stuff. That stuff's just not going to happen as easy as it used to, you know. Everything's yeah. very. Everybody's taking so many precautions, and it's a really bummer. It's a real bummer yeah. for a lot of people right now. Because it's like, for me, it's like I remember being able to walk through certain areas and go and snorkel or go into a certain area of the city. And now it's like, you know, going to Europe or even going to Morocco or anything like that. It's like, forget it, you know. Especially if you're American and you're blonde or blue-eyed or whatever, it's like, forget it. They, you know, you have to basically go with the thing. But anyway, so we are, you are going to do a tour here in the USA. Mm-hmm. And um, for anyone again that would like to know about this tour, please check it out on pleasekillme.com. Spence, did you have any more questions that you would like to ask um, Legs or Jillian in regards to this amazing book? The book has so many. Uh, all I want to say is the book has so many great stories, and there's so much information, and it's an amazing book. And you know, it's like what you said, Holly. It's like a Bible. It's like a must-read. It's mm-hmm. like. We uh, and Holly coordinated a show, uh, Legs and Julian, with these writers who wrote a play in L.A. called Four Chords and a um, a Gun, and it's about the end of the century era type thing. But the, what they did is they gave the cast members your Please Kill Me book to read, mm. along with Vera mm-hmm. Ramon's book and Mickey Lee's book as a reference. He made you know. them all read it with their homework. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Has it? Have you seen the Before play? Him. 
I'm going no. to go see it. I'm going to go see it, and hopefully the play will be making its way around town. Hopefully it will be making its way to New York and to other different cities because it's a really cool little play from what mm-hmm. I've been told. It's gotten really amazing reviews. Um, the, and then we're talking about these are all pretty well-known actors that are in it. They've, like, done some major work on some other shows, and they portray a lot of these, uh, you know, the characters really well. And they've gotten amazing reviews. Just look it up on the net, um, Four Chords and a Gun. Okay. And um, you'll see the review that the L.A. Times did and then also the L.A. Weekly. And um, I think that they're planning, they're trying. I know there's a there's a, non-pro, there's a benefit coming up. Um, Spencer, you're going to be signing some of the album covers and some other things yep. for that. Yep. Yep. And um, it's kind of cool. And I know that what he did, like he said, when they first came in, we handed them "Please Kill Me" and uh, um, and the other book, and said, "Go home, read this, and then come back." Mm-hmm. So they got a little idea of what really was going on, you know. Cool. Um, so I want to ask you both of you, what was it that? And then this is a really, I know this is probably going to be mixed emotions because back then it was probably for a different reason, but today. What really was your inspiration for writing this book? Well, for me, it was... Besides wanting to get the truth out there. For me, it was um, that that as we entered into the 90s, which Mm -hmm. was kind of 20 years from the time where everything happened in the 70s, it seemed like Mm -hmm. um, the whole scene was really dissipating, and I wanted to with Jillian to capture um, and to see if we could capture in with words and recreate entire um, events and this, this entire scene with all these amazing people. And, and I, I think we succeeded. Jillian, what do you think? Oh yeah. And I think part of it was we were, that's when New York, I mean, looking back, it was still so great, but we felt like it was going downhill and, um, Mm -hmm. and, like you wanted to relive the seventies and I wanted to live in the seventies as a, yeah. as a teenager person in their twenties, which I hadn't been able to do. We mm-hmm. kind of missed the sleaze, the sleaze and the, and the, and the, and the decadent grandeur of, of New York city in the seventies, <laughs> which was, which was really kind of wonderful, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And recreate it. And I think mm-hmm. we did. Yeah. yeah. I well, think we know, make people. I think we might make some it. people uh, move to New York. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so this next project that you're working on when you recover, it's kind of like the '60s, the end, the end of the yeah. '60s in New York. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, yes. In, cool. in, no LA. in LA. In Los Angeles. In LA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's going to be interesting. That's going to be well, a really yeah. good read. I yeah. can't Hope wait so. till you guys yeah. do that. We're just really like focused on Please Kill Me right now. Because no, we put no, so no. much work into this new edition. Yeah. yeah. Um, what have you changed in the new edition? What, what's really, um, you've you brought it up to speed as far as like, um, what have you added anything that you yeah, want to Yeah, we added talk the about? James Williamson interview. Um, and we added, mm-hmm. we added some more stuff. There's some more quotes and 
throughout throughout it we we peppered it with um a lots lots more quotes and okay. so the chapters are 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 more uh fully developed okay, and and we okay. um updated the cast of characters forty two people have died yeah, really sad that's sad. Yeah. No, and we I have our manifesto on how to do. We have our manifesto called the narrative oral history defined, which should have been called the narrative oral history manifesto. Well, that's what we're going but, to refer to it now. Yes, which is telling everybody how how to do what we do. So hopefully, there'll be lots of oral histories out there. I'm. Well, I just are, got another question are, in the chat room, guys. Is Hillary Crystal still alive? Hilly Crystal, no. No. Hilly Crystal, sorry. I I see Hilly and I see Hillary. Hilly Crystal, no, Hilly Crystal is not alive. He died of lung cancer a few years ago. Hmm. Okay, I hope that answers your question, Supernatural. I want to thank everyone that listened in the chat room and everyone that's tuning in. And again, this show will be available on iTunes afterwards and on Red Velvet Media, Blog Talk Radio On Demand. Spence, did you have anything more you would like to add? Well, the thing that's out now that I, I just want to bring up one short thing. Danny Fields' new book, My Ramones, did you guys, you guys have been with Danny, right? And oh, yeah. He he um, he showed me Jillian, drafts of that and stuff. It's fantastic. Jillian did, Jillian did readings with him in London. Oh, yes, really? Yes, I did. Oh, wow. Great. Oh, yeah. that's great. Yeah, yeah, he was over there celebrating the book. And, yeah, I think the Ramones book is fantastic. Hopefully it will go into paperback because it's quite limited edition. I think it's only 1,000 copies. I'm not sure. That's true. That's true. And it's like $100 a copy. Yeah. 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 But the book is really a, a great book. And, you know, it's funny. I went through it, and I, really, I did the album cover, It's Alive, the live album in London I designed. Uh-huh. And I didn't oh, well, realize great album. Legs, I didn't legs and July. I didn't realize that the front cover photo was Danny's. I picked out Danny's front cover, his picture for the front cover. All this time, I thought it was Bob Gruen. Oh you know, my God! Mean, I, you know, it's funny. And it's, I see in the book. I said, Wait a minute! It's New Year's Eve in London. Danny's photograph. It's like it's it's just you know it's the uh, it's the photograph for the front cover of it's alive. I picked it out. Wow! So I said, I'm glad yeah. I did that. Wow! Am I glad I did that? <laughs> yeah. It's a great shot. Yeah, yeah he is. And that's another thing. He's a really good photographer. It's like Chris Stein almost. He's a very good photographer, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah, Danny's a great photographer. He really is. Yeah. The back cover, the back cover, Road to Ruin, has a photograph by Danny, black and white, of them sitting on the steps, and it's a g- incredible photograph. Yeah, I love I mean, that photograph. Yeah. Isn't that great? Yeah. It's like really it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the new photos in the book are actually Danny's, mm-hmm. Tom Hearns, and Bob Gerwin's. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, you nice. know, Bob's in nice. Europe right nice. now. We invited him to come on to the show, too, today. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he's in Europe. And we wish you safe yeah. travels, Bob, wherever you are. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know what, Holly, yeah. I'm going to ask him a question. Did you have any dealings with Mick Rock at all? Mm. Yes. Yeah. Throughout the years, yeah, he did, he did a lot of work for Punk Magazine. Uh, Mick's great. Mick's great. Yeah, he is. You know? He's a great guy. Right? I love yeah. his photos. I've never met him. Oh, he's a wonderful guy. Ollie yeah. and I had him on. He's a wonderful guy. Very electric. Very, yeah. very, very, very fun guy. He's a very yeah. fun guy. Yeah. 
Really? You'd really love him. He's uh, he's very he's very fun. But knows how to capture a moment. That's for sure. Um, yeah. Well, Lex, did yeah, you interview he, him at the Ace? Well, yeah. That's I think that's how the, this whole Ace tour got started. They um, had me moderate a discussion between Bob Gruen and Mick Rock at the Ace in New York City. I think it was last year or the year. Was it last year or the year before? I don't know. I think it was last year. It was yeah, last, last year. year. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. I remember yeah. that. Right. He was. You were there. Right. You did the whole yeah. thing. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Interviewing yeah. Bob. Bob and inter- we. I've had Bob on quite a few, a couple times, and his son Chris as well. We both had yeah. him on, and. Um, then we've had Mick on as well a few times and um, Dean Holterman. So, yeah, Mick's got some really fun stuff going on. And, you know, I mean, you know, it's really it's really funny. He, again, has done a lot of photography with people that are no longer here. So I can understand how it affects both you and Jillian and also affects other people that become really close to the people that they're photographing. It's, uh, yeah. it's a very personal relationship that you have. And to write about them now, and I could see how when you rewritten or put some added some new things to the book, maybe it's more like you're thinking more about the person as being gone, you know, but almost like making them more iconic and with their well, moments. Well, James Williamson and stuff is like very that. much alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Well, I I want to say. To both of you, thank you so much for being here. And um, I'd like to ask both of you if there's anything you both would like to add to the interview while we have you both on the air, because I know it's you know your time is very precious. Get the new well, edition August first. Come to our readings. Uh, check out our website. We're a happy, happy family. Yes, right. Jillian should make more. <laughs> Jillian makes. Amazing greeting cards, and I need some more because I use them all up, and she hasn't oh, made any. That's really and interesting. Uses, <laughs> you do. And she uses she uses found photos and a Polaroid. Oh, really? Stuff wow. Them. Yeah, they're really they're Jillian? really good. That is cool. I, I will make some more. You know, girl. <laughs> I will we'll make some more. Cards. Okay. Thank oh you. my yeah. God! I can see this. Jillian, Jillian McCain cards. I can see this now in my head. <laughs> yes. Do you do you sell the cards at your no. um, at your are you gonna sell them at your book signing? No. No. She doesn't have any more. No. She didn't make any. Yeah, I haven't made any. Uh, I'll have to make yeah. some. Mm. We're just really strictly selling the book. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Single mindedness well, and purpose. Yeah. Make sure you check out pleasekillme dot com and check out the next book signing and um, uh, you'll be having the next. Where is the next one again? You said, like August thirty first in Palm Springs, and okay. Um, I mean, no, 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 July thirty first in Palm Springs. I thought it was July thirtieth. Maybe it is. Yeah, check you know, on our check, website. Let me look at the website. But, mm-hmm. but, and then it's also um, Los Angeles on August first. Yes. At the That's Ace Hotel. Fantastic. Yeah, and well, it's really nice. Ace? August 1st what? at the Ace. Wow, cool. The, yes. the LA Hotel is really, it's downtown. Yeah. It's kind of like a renovated loft building. It's really cool. Wow. Yeah. 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 Great. Well, thanks awesome. for having us on. Oh, yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for having us on. You guys, you guys deserve the best, you know? You're like uh, history in the music genre. Oh, know? thank you. Well, thank you. And you too. Thank you very to meet Very important. You. Um, yeah, yeah you and on. you know what? Jillian, while you're in LA, 
Oh, I think I think it ends on the thirty first of uh, July. The play. I was going to oh. try to see because uh, I could get you into the play. Oh, thank you. Um, in LA, because I would really like for you to both see it. It would be yeah. really fun for you guys. Next oh, time. Um, yeah, next time. Yeah, no. Yeah. Absolutely. And again, thank you guys so much. And again, today we had Lake McNeil and Jillian McCain. Please tell me 20th anniversary show with my co-host Spencer Drake in New York. And uh, I want to say to everyone, it's Friday. Um, and uh, we'll be back. Let's see. We'll be back next week. Is it next week, Spence? I don't know. Your uh, Fridays, we don't have a show for the next two weeks, but I don't know about your show on Wednesday. You, you'll be on, right? Wednesday. Yeah. And um, for everyone listening, please, if you're, it's the weekend, please don't drink and drive. And uh, for everyone listening out there, have a wonderful weekend. And I want to thank you guys so much again for both being here. And also thank you, Spencer, for bringing the show to um, Red Velvet Media Network on the Indie Cafe. Thank My you. pleasure, Thank you, guys. Holly. Oh, I love doing it. Thank, Thank you. Yeah. Bye-bye. We're going okay. to end the show with a song you chose called the Ramon, It's by the Ramones, 53rd and 3rd. So um, that's a really fun song. So here you guys go, and have a happy Friday. You Take too. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.